Hi everyone, welcome to the first episode of Literally Whatever with me, Jacqueline. Hi, are you guys excited? I am so excited. So without further ado, I'm just gonna go straight into this week's topic, which is how my middle school experience sucks, basically. I'm not saying that everything sucked, but I could say that most of it sucks. I know for a fact that there are happy memories there. I have so many, well, not so many. I have several friends whom I cherish and I'm thankful for forever to this day because they are still my best friends to this day, right? But I do have to say that middle school sucks for me. It was poop-poop. It was a poop-poop experience. I don't like it. But I just thought that this would be a good way of me incorporating sort of like that first episode, like, who am I, like, identity sort of thing, with an actual experience that I think sort of shaped me into who I am today. So let's just start off with first year of middle school, right? My first thought of first year middle school was that I am finally a freaking adult now. Yes, that was stupid of me. I was in freaking first year middle school. I am nowhere near being an adult, right? But that was sort of the year where I thought like, oh my god, I'm finally going to be validated as an actual almost adult or a teen. And I'm actually going to be respected that way. Because we were dressed differently than the elementary kids and we're almost similarly dressed with the high schoolers. And so it made me feel sort of like, well, this is going to be the year or like at least the three years where everything's going to change. You know, come on, I'm still that kid. Okay. I'm a kid. I've always been imaginative, I've always been, you could say, talkative and loud, and I've always had these crazy dreams, okay? My my dad calls me a dreamer because I'm a Pisces, so that, I think that says a lot, okay? (laughs) I don't know if that's a valid reason, but I do agree that I am a dreamer. But going back to me, growing up, I guess you could say that I was not the best friend I thought that I was a good friend. I thought that I had a lot of friends, actually. But there were also times, and I do remember this, and I have to admit, where I had to ask people to choose between me and another person if they wanted to be friends with me. And the main reason for that is because I thought, like, okay, if you wanted to play this game with me, then you can't play this game with this A person who hurt me. And for me, yeah, sure. I still think today that that's a valid reason for me because I was truly hurt by the certain friend, but it was not fair of me to ask people to choose sides. And that's one of the things that people didn't like about me. And I have to I have to say that now because sure, some people didn't like me when I was in elementary or when I was a kid. I know that makes me seem like I'm this like super you can't sit with us. When I kind of am. But in my mind, I was sort of just like, okay, I have a lot of friends. This is great. And I've always been this kind of person who asks my friends to play these games with me because ever since I was a kid even, I wanted a friend. I wanted a sister. I wanted somebody to play these like dreams and imaginations that I had with with me. So I just wanted to have a lot of people to play games with me. And I guess that's kind of selfish of me. But yeah, I think here's the thing. When I asked several of my friends who are now my friends, like very close friends now, they do say and admit that I was kind of mean when I was a kid. And I don't deny that. And I have to admit that first so that you know the backstory. 
But essentially, coming into middle school, I already had these set of friends that I'm comfortable with, right? I had this sort of like gang or clique, you could say, that I am very, very comfortable with. But the truth of the matter is, when I got into my first year, I was not in the same class as any of them, and most of them actually moved schools, which made it hard for me. And so, first year of middle school, I was sort of encouraged, if not forced, to find a new group of friends, especially one that is in the same class as me, because my school is the type of school where you sit down in class all day, and the teacher comes to you. You don't move around classes, so it's even harder for you to meet other people from the other class. And for you to just like see each other in the hallways. So first year, I had to fit in with this new group. I'm familiar with this group. I've been friends with them too. But also, again, because we have this rotational class every year, I was not in the same class as the members of this new group often. And especially in the last few years, I don't know how they grew up to be. I don't know their personalities now. And I was so surprised when I found that they're actually really fun. They're actually very exciting, and it was sort of a new thing for me because I've been used to having these friends who are more calm and collected and sort of like, um, yeah, um, sort of more chill basically. And these people were exciting. They were fun. I, they were looking for adrenaline. They were sort of rebels in a way. I'm not saying that they're complete rebels, okay? But they were sort of rebellious, where they like talk back to teachers and things like that. So it was kind of fun and exciting because I've never had these kind of dynamic in a. Friendship. I've always been having like this sort of calm, collected, sort of diligent students gathering kind of friendship. Okay, and so it was new to me, and I was so excited, and so it was great. And I tried to fit in because again, it was semi out of my comfort zone because I've never been with this kind of group or this group that had this kind of dynamic. So yeah, I tried harder to fit in. And essentially, long story short, by the end of the first year of middle school, I was no longer a part of that group. I was no longer friends with that group, because in my side of the story, I'm not going to say that this is their side of the story. Okay, from my perspective, I was being outcasted. So they basically um, didn't acknowledge me anymore. They suddenly, for me, suddenly at least, they suddenly just. Didn't like me. They felt like I was not suitable to be part of their group, and it hurt me because I felt backstabbed because I placed them on a higher seat. I saw them as like people that I respected and I loved even. And when this backstabbing quotation mark incident happened, it sort of broke my heart, and it was a really sad time actually. I. It got to the point where on the day that I knew about this incident that drove us apart, I had to go to my sister, who was in a different building as me because the elementary and the middle school, high school building were different at that point, and I had to call for her during her lunch break, and I asked her to accompany me to the toilet, and I cried to her. Now imagine this: she's five years younger than me, so I was crying into my, I think, second grade sister's shoulder. And I just bawled my eyes out, and I can never forget that memory. And that that was how much it broke me. I don't know. Maybe some people might feel like, "Oh my God, you're overreacting," but it was a precious friendship for me. 
and I didn't see it coming. That was the worst part. It was not like a gradual drifting apart. It was like so sudden. One day I thought they were my best friends. The next day I found out about something that broke my heart, and that was it. So yeah, we did. We were friends, and that already affected my self-esteem. I felt like I wasn't getting the same love back. I felt like I was giving people too much love, and it wasn't return, or at least like. I started doubting friendships is basically it. Like I started doubting if it was just me feeling like it was a friendship or if the other person also felt the same. And then second year of middle school came by, and I wouldn't say that things got better because it didn't. <laughs> so second year of uh, middle school, the one good thing that came out of it was that I was no longer in the same class as any of those former friends. And I was actually back with the group of friends that I originally wanted to go into middle school with. The one that I said that I was excited to go into middle school with, and we had this whole plan, you know. So I reconnected with them instantly, and it was great because I felt like, okay, I know these people, I know their their vibes, I know how we roll. No drama this year. It was positive thinking, but it did get a bit. Well, it get it got worse. Okay. Long story short, again, because I don't want to waste too much time talking about the misery there. <laughs>、um, it was a day of a competition. I was one of the participants, and because I was a participant, I did not see any of my friends the entire day. They were part of the audience, and I was in the backstage the entire day. And long story short, it was the end of the day. I won the competition, not to brag, but I won the competition. And of course, my first thought was like, "Oh my god, I'm so excited to see my friends! Like, how was their reaction? Did they think I sucked? Did they think I, I did good? Like, I wanted to know because they were my support systems, right? And when I saw them, their faces were just broken. They were hurt. They were on the verge of tears, and somewhere in their eyes, it felt like they were mad at me, like seriously mad at me, enraged." And I was so confused because I was backstage the whole day. Like, what did I do? I, I didn't know. I didn't know what I did wrong. So, I finally found out what it was, and finding it out did not help console me at all. Because at that point, it was sort of like they didn't want to. At least in my point of view, they didn't want to reconcile. There was no way we could reconcile because. I think they found it as something that they couldn't forgive, even though I feel like at that point, at that point, I felt like it wasn't my fault, and I still think that it wasn't my fault. I still think it was a big misunderstanding that could have been avoided. But essentially, we weren't friends anymore. Long story short, okay, we weren't friends anymore. Now the problem with that is, since my school has very Little students, like in a year, we only had like forty students. So in my class, basically, all the girls in my class hated me. That long story short, okay, that's it. They hated me. All the girls in my class hated me. And as I've said briefly before, I've never had any guy friends when I was growing up. The reason for that is, I now realize that most guys. Create friendships or try to engage in a friendship by doing banter, right? They sort of tease you here and there, and 
that's normal. Now that I know, it's normal. And that's just how guys engage. But as a kid, I was sort of like used to this like girl-on-girl friendship dynamic. And I've never had a brother growing up. I grew up with a sister. And so I've never had this experience of like, if you want to be friends with me, I'm going to tease you and mock you. I don't, I didn't know that. I didn't, I didn't know that. I wasn't comfortable with that. So when guys did that to me, I would get pissed. I would actually just come up to them and what's your problem? And I think that became intimidating for them. And that's why I didn't have a lot of guy friends. And so I was now out of my comfort zone. It wasn't even semi, it was out. It was like way out of my comfort zone. I didn't have any girlfriends, okay? And in my class, all of them are guys that I was never close with in the first place. So I tried hard to fit in. And I tried hard to sort of find topics or things to talk about. And I have to admit the first few weeks, they were they were awkward. They were a bit weird. I think they were also taken aback because like, whoa, this girl never talks to us. Why is she suddenly talking to us? You know, they're probably just like, whoa. But some of the guys that I befriended in that year actually became close with me even now. So I think that I did a decent job. And again, I wanted to also point out that I had two girlfriends who I am best friends or whatever sisters with till now. But during that second year of middle school, they were not in the same class as me. None of them. Both of them were not in the same class as me. So that was the bigger struggle. Like I didn't have anyone that I was comfortable with in that class. And imagine just spending 365 days in that same class, in that same small space with no one that you're comfortable with and you're trying so hard to be friends on one. So that was mentally exhausting and mentally just draining for me because every day I would just be on the verge of tears because I was just so afraid that people wouldn't talk to me, people wouldn't pick me because we had these group projects that were going on at that time. And I was just like so afraid like, okay, when I had my girlfriends, we knew that we without saying anything, if there was any group projects or whatever, it's set in stone, we're gonna be with each other. But with these guy friends, I didn't know if they accepted me or if they even considered me as a friend or an option to be in their group projects. So that really, really concerned me and gave me major anxiety. I remember I had major anxiety because every time it would be nearing like a certain class that I knew had group projects, I would be so determined to think about conversation topics, how to engage in someone's like conversation so that I could slip in like, hey, is it okay if I join your group? I just had these crazy thoughts about like, how do I fix myself? How do I find a way to sort of, I don't know, to sort of just like find guy friends. <laughs> That's so hard for me. And so basically, I I guess you could say I succeeded because now, and especially in the third year of middle school, I finally got to be comfortable with a group of guy friends with one of my best friends that I said was in the other class. We were finally in the same class. And so I had this kind of like gang going on. Well, not really because I don't think guys do gangs, but we had this sort of group going on where we were similar in terms of like how diligent we are in our work and et cetera, et cetera. We had some things in common. And I'm glad to say that, and I'm proud to say that some of the guys there are now my best friends. They are people that I know I can rely on. They are people that I can talk to. Even if we don't talk to each other every day, I know. When we meet, we just 
we just go off, we just click, okay? And I'm happy for that, and I'm thankful for that, and that's why I said that not my entire middle school experience sucks, because, of course, I got some good things out of it, too. And that's all for friendship, I guess. You could just, I could just, like, stop it there. Basically, I had a lot of heartache and just basically a lot of anxiety when it came to friendships, and that really shaped who I was when I was entering my new high school. But I'm going to come back to that because I also wanted to point out how the school's curriculum, education, and basically just the school's response to the student's life, or just my life basically, also affected my self-esteem and how I got into high school. So as a kid growing up again, I didn't want to brag, but I had a lot of gigs because of this one teacher, her name is Miss Larmy. I adore her, I love her, God bless her. She was probably the only teacher who actually believed in me, loved me, trusted me enough to give me these gigs. Like It would be small gigs, it would just be like emceeing for a small event at school or playing this role in a short drama that the school was having. But mostly it was emceeing jobs. And she was also the, pe- the, the person that would encourage me to join competitions like spelling me competitions, storytelling competitions, things like that. So you just like, I was a very active kindergarten and early elementary student. But then she moved. And that proves to be a problem to me because, well, for me at least, I felt like she was the person who gave me all of these opportunities. And when she went away, I sort of got less, if not none, of the opportunities that she provided me with. And I felt like it was okay at first because I just thought like, okay, I mean, I'm growing up, I have more responsibilities anyway, I couldn't juggle all of these things. But there came a time, I couldn't pinpoint what it was about, but there came a time when my parents were called in, I think, I believe, either my parents were called in or my parents came and they were discussing about this certain event in which I was not participating in and I was not invited to participate to or support it, whatever. And uh, when my parents asked why I wasn't participating or being asked to participate, the school's slash the principal's answer was that, okay, Feifei had too much opportunities for the last years that I think it's important that we give other opportunities to other students. And don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to be selfish. I'm not trying to say like people should get other opportunities. It's great that my friends are getting more opportunities. I'm happy for them. But this sort of wounded me in the way that they used to support me when I'm going on these like competitions, blah, blah, blah. They no longer did that. It's sort of like they lost faith in me, for me at least, personally. I felt like, okay, if they're starting to give people like, um, other opportunities, my first thought was like, okay, they they lost their belief in me. I'm no longer that good. I was never that good, probably. And maybe the only person that saw that was Miss Larmy, and nobody else saw that. And so that sort of broke me. That sort of made me feel like, okay, maybe I'm not that smart anymore. Maybe I'm not that good anymore. Eh, maybe I'm just mediocre. That sort of ruined my self-esteem. I sort of felt mediocre. And as a kid, I just felt like I was a talkative, loud kid who I knew like I had so many passions and dreams. And ever since that, I started to doubt myself more, thinking that I'm not capable. So it made me small. I thought that, uh, I mean, I have this dream, but I don't think I'll be able to reach it because I don't think I'm that good. Now, that ruined me. 
Also, the fact of the matter is, I saw the problem with that statement from the principal slash pool was problematic after I got into my new high school. Now I'm gonna talk about my high school. Now going into high school, I was wounded, you could say, from all of the crazy experience that I had in my middle school life. So going into my new school, my first thought and the thing that I repeated to my parents like a billion times was, the main thing that I want to do in my new school is not get hated. I don't want anyone to hate me. I don't want anyone to freaking just like, I don't want anyone to be mad at me. I want to be everyone's friend. That's it, period, okay? And I did that. I guess you could say I did that successfully because throughout my high school life, I didn't I didn't have any much drama. And I didn't have like this major blowout where I was fighting with several people to the point that I had no friends. I, I, was, I never got through that. And I'm glad I didn't because I think it would have scarred me. But I, I, I accomplished that. But to what extent was I successful actually? Because in that first year, I felt like I wasn't myself. And you could say that in that first year, I was not the same person that I am today or before. I did not recognize who I was when I got into high school that first year. I did not have any close friends because I did not want to create an emotional attachment with anyone. I was so scared to give my heart out to someone that if I do form a friendship, what if I mess things up? What if I say the wrong thing? Will they hate me? So a lot of the things that I said were just small talk. I didn't want to go into the deeper emotional things because I didn't want them to get upset with me or I didn't want them to think of me as um, close enough for them to sort of like throw me away afterwards and that was my biggest mistake but I'm so glad that I realized how weird I was in that first year because after that the last two years of my high school that was when I really bounced back and I have found some incredible incredible people during those last two years I consider them now as my as my support system they are the most supportive bunch of people and they are truly truly just an amazing light to my world I'm not even kidding we are the type of people that would support each other and just sort of push each other to the right direction and I love that because I've never had that kind of relationship here are some people who are diligent who are smart who are open-minded and they push each other that's insane I've never had that with a group of girlfriends and the most insane thing about going into high school is that I had way more girlfriends in my high school years than I have in my entire life. And again, I'm also still struggling with that thing of like trying to find more guy friends, even now in university. But I'm getting there, and I think I got better at it during high school. But again, it was crazy to me because I've never felt so much love, support, and just so much happiness found in these friendships. And I'm just astonished when I got into that school. I was like, wow, these people are so different. I am so happy, lucky, grateful that I finally found these people. Now, another thing is that when I got into that school, that new high school, I did not want anyone to know what I could do, whatever it was. I remember this one incident. So on the first day of high school, I did not realize that there were sort of levels in this new high school. So in my old school, everyone had just had the same English class. But in my new high school, they had like sort of levels, you could say, based on your skills and abilities. 
And I did not know that. When I took my entrance exam, I just took it as if like, okay, this is just a requirement. I did not think that there was like a level to be reached or whatever. And I saw my name on the board and it just told me that I was in the, I guess you could say highest level of English class. And I so remember that one of the students there actually said like, whoa, a new kid and she got into the highest level. How does that even, how does that even work? You know, like they were shocked because, whoa, new kids don't get into that level. Now that, that made me really anxious. I'm not trying to brag again. I'm not trying to brag, but that made me so anxious. I, I was literally like panicking. I was like, oh my God, people know, people know. I did not want people to know. I just thought like, okay, high school, I'm just going to lay low. I'm not going to let anyone notice me. I'm just going to be, you know, the regular kid who's diligent, but I'm not going to show that I can do this, do that. No, because that's just going to make people hate me. That was my mindset going into high school. And so I was panicking. And I remember that that day I was like, oh my God, why did I do that? Why am I in this level? People are going to hate me now. I remember that. I, I said, people are going to hate me now just because I got into the highest level of an English class, which now if I thought, think about it, it's like stupid. And one of the reasons now that I think and actually reflect upon it, maybe one of the reasons why I felt so anxious about getting into a higher level of English classes because in my old school, I was sort of brainwashed, you could say, or thought that like, okay, you need to lay low to give other people opportunities. And that's true. But that made me feel like, okay, I need to take it down a notch. I can't show people what I can do because that's just going to make me you know, make people hate you. And I'm not saying that it's entirely the school's fault. Maybe they mean well, but for me personally, how they said it and how they actually executed it, it made me, it ruined my self-esteem, to say it shortly. It ruined me. And now I realize that that was the school's mistake because in my new high school, They've never said it like directly like this, like in this phrase, but they basically said like, if you can do it, show it. That's what I love. That's what I truly love about my new high school. They were literally just telling people like, if you have potential, you have to show it. If you have talent, we want to know. Come on, we want to know it all. And I was so surprised by that exposure because I've never, or at least I haven't experienced that in so long. It's for so long, I just felt like I can't show anyone anything about what I can do or etc, etc. I just can't. I just can't be me. And here is this new high school telling me like, go off. Yes. Yes. Go. And I just felt so much support. And again, coming back to my friends, I love them. They are truly, truly the most supportive people that I know and I have never felt in a day that I've hung out with them? Have I ever felt like this envy or have I felt um, belittled or do I feel like I have the need to sort of like not be myself so that we can be on par with each other? Because we all know what we're all capable of. We all know the individual's capabilities and their what they can do and how they're good at it. And we just support each other. We don't let people, you know, tear us apart because we're confident in what we can do and so we're not going to tear each other apart because we can excel at the same time and i love that i'm gonna tear up soon but i truly love my friends i've never ever felt that support in a friend 
and I'm thankful for that. And that's why I say like, yes, middle school for me sucks. Sucks. I had so much heartache when it came to friendships, and I could say that in middle school and even in the first year of high school, I lost myself. I didn't know who I was. I, you could say that I was not the same Jacqueline that I was when I was elementary, with that fiery spirit and passion and dream, and just felt like she could do anything, be a designer or be whatever I wanted to be when I was a kid. And I felt that spark again in high school in the last two years, and I am so thankful for that because not only was it because of my friends, but also because of this school and its system. And yes, it has its flaws, of course, but the main thing for me was that it restored me. And I know this sounds again overrated. You're overreacting, yada yada. But really, I've never felt more me than I am now. And that is thanks to the last two years in high school where I have. Completely grown to be myself again, and it was so hard for me to find myself again. I I can't say that there was just one day where I just turned 180 and I became that old chaplain again. No, but it was an entire journey where I felt loved and supported enough that I could grow. My friends and the community that I was in, and just the whole system there, the people supported me to grow. And it pushed me to grow. It didn't tell me and like hug me and cuddle me and tell me, okay, it's okay. They pushed me, and I've had days where I was frustrated, and I've had days where I felt like it was too impossible to do that I could cry. But that was what shaped me today, and that was what made me realize that I could be myself again. And that's why I wanted to initially name this episode "Lost and Found." Well, I don't know. Maybe I could still name this episode "Lost and Found," but it's because I lost myself. In the few years of middle school and the first year of high school, you could say, but I found myself again, and maybe I'm better because I've realized a lot of my mistakes. And I'm not saying that I'm not gonna own up to any of the things that I did in middle school. Like, yes, I do realize that maybe in their perspectives, I've done something wrong. And yes, I am ready to take responsibility for that. And I've said, I think I've said sorry to them, and. I don't know specifically what I've done wrong, but I do feel like I am still thankful for the opportunity because without that pain and that hurt that I was put through, I could have never reached this point. Like without that, all that heartache, all that crying, all that anxiety that I felt, no, I I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be back to myself. I'll just be in my same old comfort zone. And I learned so much throughout that journey. Okay. I went out of my comfort zone several times, and I learned to communicate better, to be a better friend. I hope, and just to how to connect with other people in a way that's meaningful and respectful. And I still have a lot to learn. Of course, this is not the end of me. Everyone changes. Everyone grows every day, every year. But I do feel like yes, middle school sucks, but it wasn't all bad. And I think that the bad of it is actually what made it better in the end. And I know that, yeah, it's overrated again for me to say like, "Oh my God, I'm back to my old self." But really, though, I feel like this is the most me that I've ever been in a long time. I know what my passion and dreams are, and they're so similar with what I wanted and then what I dreamed of as a kid. And that's an accomplishment for me. Because I was struggling with knowing who I was and finding out who I can be for so long, 
And I can not only thank my high school for the amazing opportunities and just the community that it gave me, but I also have to thank the middle school that I was in, the school that I was in since I was what, playgroup or kindergarten? I have to thank them too because they shaped me. They shaped who I was. So yeah, I know this is kind of a deep topic or maybe something, I guess, more depressing, you could say, for a first episode, but I feel like this is a good way for you to sort of know where my background is, at least for a short bit of it. I'm not saying that this is the complete story. It could have gone much longer than this if it were the whole story, but I do think that this is enough for you to sort of know where I am right now and what got me here. I will definitely make another episode when it comes to my high school because really that experience is crazy and I don't know why, but I'm tearing up just thinking about it. So thank you so much for listening. I am so grateful that you are here. I hope you liked this episode. And if you did, please tune in for the next episode, which is coming real soon. It's a surprise. I'll see you guys. Bye.